Welcome to Post Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Kevra, joining alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. And for the first time, we have back-to-back weeks where we actually have a bunch of news stories to start the show off with. Not where I thought you were going to start that with, but yes, we do have a lot of Where do you think I was going with that? For the first time in over 30 years, the Islanders have won 10 straight. All right, all right. Well, you got to pat yourself on the back a few more times? All right, we're good. Okay. Speaking of which, let's start off with the first news story of the day. John Tavares is coming back. Yay! Except not to the island. Yay! Well, Wednesday. Yeah. But, I'm, I mean, I'm very happy for him. I'm, it's never a good thing to lose your captain. The Leafs were struggling without him because he is now a big part of what they got going on in the— as Drake refers to it as the six, don't know why, but I don't ask Toronto. Questions. I yeah. don't ask questions. I, I, I don't. I don't follow media. I do not either. <laughs> so yeah, he will be coming back. He's coming back from a broken finger. He went. He was on. He missed about three weeks. As you said, they were kind of struggling without him. But he's coming back now. He's going to play the game against the Kings. So probably going to be a good game for him to come back. You know, Toronto's not doing terribly. They're third in their division, but it doesn't hurt. It, it definitely doesn't hurt. Getting a player of his caliber back is never going to hurt. But to show their struggles, they are, while yes, they are third in the Atlantic, they have 19 points, they're, Florida and Montreal are right behind them with 18 each in less games played. So, yeah, it's understandable that you're going to come into this game now and you're going to probably see him produce more. And, you know, it doesn't, it, as we said before, you know, you get that player, that caliber of player back, and he's going to really help your team and hopefully get them on the right track and get them to win more games, especially now that, you know, we're already we're in November. You know, Thanksgiving, once you get past Thanksgiving, it's the end of the, pretty much the first quarter of the season. So it should be interesting to see where everything comes up along here. So it's still, we're getting into that point of the season where it's like, it's not early in the season where teams, it's now teams are going to start figuring out, you know, who they really are before, you know, Christmas and the All-Star break. Yeah, they have to, this is around the time where you have to start figuring out, all right, are we going to go for it or are we going to take take another year, or you're gonna see tank. what happens, or you're going to tank, or you're going to be Ottawa, or Detroit, apparently. Apparently. So moving over to the other news in the area, New York Devils forward Taylor Hall said Monday. New Jersey Devils forward. What New York say? Devils, he uh, said. Yeah, New Jersey Devils forward. Taylor Hall said Monday with his agent, he met with his agent and general manager Ray Shiro at some point during the four-game Western road trip, which began yesterday in Winnipeg. So if you're a Devils fan and you Bye, see this. Bye, Taylor. Um, it's nice having you on the Devils. I, I don't know. I think, you know, it's um, I think it's too early to say still. But if you're having a meeting this early in the season – uh, that's not a great sign. It can't be good. I mean, I don't, I don't like that it, sign. No, it, it's a player is not necessarily going to approach the GM in season to talk contract extension, because well, he could but. he could, but most players like to just focus on the season and they don't want to have to worry about their contract or anything. And since it is Taylor Hall's contract year, I don't think that's. Well, yes, he's worried about his contract. He's not going to worry about it during the season. I don't think he's staying in New Jersey. I know they're doing all these things to try and get him to stay. But between their performance and I'm not 100% sure why, but Taylor Hall's getting fed up with Devils fans for some reason. Well, they booed him. And they, you know, they're oh, booing the okay. team as like, you know, from the production cuz you're they're not, terrible. They're terrible. You, they're allowed they're, to boo. You're like, allowed, as a fan, if your team, which right now is second to last in your division, you know, you're allowed to boo them. You only have twelve points on the season. It took you forever to get your first win. Exactly. Yeah. And you shouldn't be for the team for as hyped as this team was coming into the season, the so called champions of the offseason, and you stru- and you play as badly as you're playing, yeah. I think if you're a Devils fan, you're allowed to boo at this point. Oh, you absolutely are. And the fact that I think Taylor Hall's taking it a little bit too personally. It wasn't necessarily at him. I don't know what he's 
thinking it was at. I'm sure he knows it was at the team. But between that and just their poor performance, and even with all these big moves that they made, he's they're still not performing. I, I can't see him signing on for any longer. No, I can't either, and I think... And Newark's also not the nicest area. It's not, but here's the thing. And if I was Taylor Hall, uh, no offense, buddy, but that that type of booing, that comes with any franchise in the NHL. Yes. So I don't know where you're going to go. Imagine if you were playing in Ottawa. Well, there's no fans there to boo them. True. Or imagine if you were playing in Detroit. Because there's always... There's Red always Wings fans, fans there, are yeah. going to go to a game anytime. You know, so I don't expect... I don't know what you expect if you're going to you know, go to a team and you're going to be praised like, let's say for argument's sake, like Connor McDavid coming to the Oilers, but, you know... You're not going to get praised. You're not, you're not you, necessarily going to be someone's like saving grace. No, you're going to be a cog in the machine, and it's a team effort. It's a team sport. So if you stink, the fans will let you have a piece of their own minds. So, still. Now, moving from the Devils, we're going to move back onto this wonderful island. As Actually, no, there's one more thing about the Devils before we move over to the Islanders, and that is we have another trade report. Yes, the Devils got some goaltending help. We'll put help in Quotations. air quotes because Louis Domingue, not necessarily the biggest name or necessarily an everyday goalie, but they got him from Tampa Bay in exchange for a seventh-round pick in the 2021 draft, conditional seventh-round pick. And the conditions are a little confusing, but X has to happen, and if X doesn't happen, the Devils don't owe them the Lightning anything. That's weird. I think if he plays like less than 10 games or doesn't play a game in the playoffs, then the Lightning don't get anything. This season? This season. That makes no I'm sense. I'm going to double check that. that. If that's I remember true, seeing that somewhere. If that's true, then for the Devils, this is a good deal. For the Lightning, I guess it makes no sense, but like... It's a seventh-round pick. I don't think you're going to get anybody from the 2021 20, draft where, you know, that's a, you know, going to become a household name at, in the seventh round. Okay. He either needs to play seven games in the NHL for the Devils, play one game in the Stanley Cup playoffs, or if he's traded by the Devils prior to the draft. The 2021 draft or the 2020 draft? The 2020 draft. draft. If any of those things happen, then Tampa Bay gets their pick. If none of those things happen, then Tampa Bay gets nothing. I I don't see how this is a problem in any way for either team. Like, yeah, if I was the Devils, I would, you know, play. I wouldn't play him. He's currently in the AHL. Yeah, so, okay. Then I, if I was the Devils, I'd sit him and then just hold on till next year. And even if he does, even if for, like you know, if there's an injury and you need him to play, it's just a seventh rounder. It's not anything major. It's not like yeah, you're giving him I a don't, first. Yeah, I don't necessarily see them sitting him out on purpose so they don't give up a seventh round draft pick. It's like yes, you can still get steals in the seventh round, but I still love how it's just like it's less likely. Like, Tampa's just like just take them. Take them. We don't need them. We, just, we have we have the Vesna Trophy winner. We're fine. So, yeah. So that was a little bit of it's a weird thing, but I guess that's fine. A little bit weird negotiating there, but I think it'll be fine. So moving back on to the islands, as a story for you, mostly for just you, Ryan. This is it's pretty much just for me. For you, as Lou Lamarillo said once again on Tuesday that there is no update on the status of forward Josh Hosang, who remains away from the organization after he requested a trade a month ago. So, yeah, he's not moving yet. I mean, I can't really say this comes as a surprise, considering they placed him on waivers and no one wanted him. So if no one claimed him off of waivers and didn't want him for free, no one's going to trade for him. So you are now stuck with Josh Hosang in no, the organization. No, I'm not. Because he's away from the organization, and he's not coming anywhere near the Islanders. I don't really care if he's on the Sound Tigers. Like, yeah, he's, I don't like him. But he does contribute in the AHL. He just has an attitude problem and an ego problem when he gets to the NHL. 
And then when he gets to the NHL, he either sucks, can't, well, can't stay on his feet is sucks. So, or just leaves when he's not supposed to and just completely disrespects the coach and the uh, managerial staff. And it was supposed to be a new, like a clean slate when Trotz and Lamorello came in. He had a shot. He blew it. It's, it's done. It's over. He needs to leave now. Okay. So, rant over. And now, once again, we, we should have, like, a theme song for this next part because, like, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins again. Pittsburgh's at it again, guys. And that's the only reason I wore this one today. And that's because another... You enjoy misery. I enjoy mi- Well, no, that's <laughs> for all that. And also, it's just, like, Hornquist is out long term. He was placed on the injury reserve with a lower body injury. Team announced that on Sunday. There's been no serious update on the guy, and there's been no change on the Malkin front either. So he's playing. He's playing. That's a good thing. But oh man, these guys can't catch a break. And you know, I don't even think they're in. A, I don't even think they're in a uh, playoff spot at the moment. I think they're still. Yeah, they're fourth in the um, in the Metro, but. They're currently one point out of a playoff spot. Yep. Okay, that's accurate. So now they're gonna. I feel like this is the time where you stay. Gonna they may start falling. Although one good piece for the Penguins, one of their uh, defensemen, Brian Dumoulin, he was not in practice Saturday. His wife just was giving birth to their first child. Congrats! That's good so, news. While he's not there, he's not hurt. That's a, that's a good thing. There you thing. go. And now he's a father, so congratulations, Brian. So, yeah, but still, P- Pittsburgh just uh, Hornquist, that, that hurts a bit. Just a little bit. It's everyone in their top two lines. Everyone in, like, the third line. Well, Galchenyuk's the third line. Their fourth line is fine. Is Galchenyuk back yet? No. I am I didn't, losing I haven't track heard at this point. Because I, I have a feeling he has not been cleared to to come back, and if so, yeah, I don't Let's think he's yeah. He, there's no news yet on him returning. He, or, yeah, I believe not. Is playing. Oh, he's playing. Yes. There was no announcement on that. There was no announcement on that. He apparently played on Monday against Boston. Spider Man's back, guys. And recorded an assist. Spider-Man's back and producing, guys. Well, I producing a is a strong assist. word. He's contributing. Did they win that game? No. No. Okay. The, Although Boston had a three nothing lead, they came back and tied it, and then took the lead after the second, and then Boston ran away with it. All right. So that's at, that's at least good yes, news. Yes, he had his third assist of the season. Yay! Points. That works. So yeah. Uh, so that's that's gonna give there's them. A there's boost. some good news for the Penguins, but once again, Hornquist being out, not fun, and not good either. So, you know, once again, it's like we're just we're, it's like we're on the hamster wheel. We're not getting off anytime soon. It's <laughs> just it a vicious Pittsburgh. cycle that they're just hoping ends soon. Like yeah, Malkin's better, but he has legal problems. Galchenyuk's back, but then you lose Hornquist. Your defense is still, eh. Murray's still Murray's eh. glove still is not great. His glove hand is still super is really weak. So, you know, uh, I'm not gonna sit here and panic if I was a Penguins fan, but I'm gonna just gonna say, you know, keep an open mind coming forward here, because if they start to go downhill, Again. I would expect them to start selling off. But if not, I don't see them making the playoffs, if, especially if these injury bug if this injury bug can, is still especially with how you know, bad the Atlantic has been. Wouldn't that be nice? No Penguins in the playoffs? That's the first time since 2000. A I want to say time. since the lockout. A long time. Wow, what, what a great year that would be. No Penguins in the playoffs, no Dodgers in the World Series. It's... But yet the Nationals have won the World Series. All right, all right. We, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> so. Let's. Times are changing, guys. Times are changing. The Penguins The powerhouses aren't, aren't powerful anymore. Awesome. So People when we come old. back, we're going to talk about some news about a suspension, some more legal troubles for the NHL and certain players, and also some news on Seattle. 
So you're listening to Post Post here on the wave, the sound of LIU. Need something to break up the boredom of sitting in traffic? How about some tunes? Listen to Rush Hour Rock with me, Dan Casaza, every Thursday from 4 to 5. I'll liven up your rush hour with music spanning from all your favorite rock genres. From your dad's 70s classics to the hardest grunge of the 90s. And even the rock hits of today. So let's rock your rush hour every Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. Only on the wave, the sound of LIU. The new sound of Long Island University has arrived with a splash. The Wave brings you the hottest new music, exclusive coverage of LIU sports, and updates on everything happening at Long Island University. It's the station for the students, by the students. Tune in and catch The Wave. Visit liuwave.org or download the WCWP app for iOS and Android. Welcome back to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavaretta, and we've already spoken about some players coming back, some more problems with all of our favorite three Metropolitan teams here. And now we're going to go over and look at some more of league news with a little bit of problems coming up here as Calgary Flames forward Milan Lucic was suspended for two games without pay for roughing Columbus Blue Jackets forward Cole Sherwood during a game on Saturday. The hit. Personally, the hit didn't look bad to me, per se, but, wow. He also sucker punched him. Yeah, y'all, that, that's really what that I think that's for. Because it says they, they suspended him due to, due to roughing, but, yeah, the that's, sucker punch, it's just, for the sucker, it's just for the sucker punch, really, which is fair. And this I think this just goes back to the fact that, like, you know, you were traded from Calgary, to Calgary. To Calgary from Edmonton. And you basically look like the loss in that trade. Congratulations, Milan Lucic. And when this trade was made, it was, at least in my eyes, it was, I don't necessarily see the point in this trade for either team because James Neal was terrible last year and Milan Lucic has not been good since he left Boston or L.A., we'll say. But now with what the resurgence, we'll put it, of James Neal being the real deal again and Milan Lucic being the goon that he is on the ice, really tilting it in. Obviously, Edmonton's the winner through the first 15 games of the season. It's kind of sad, really. Like, Don't get me wrong. I've never been a personal fan of Lucic. Oh, me either. So it's kind of like, cool. I I knew he was good in Boston. And I knew he was good they in L.A. They love him in Boston. But Edmonton, like, I remember a few when when he when he was a free agent. And everybody was like, oh, they, it's the Milan Lucic They won the I'm Milan like, Lucic sweepstakes. Like, no. No, they signed Milan Lucic to an absurd contract. Which, surprisingly, no one wanted to take until you got an equally bad contract in James Neal. But at least James Neal Is- has, you know, resurged and bounced back and ha- is having a good season. Milan Lucic is they're Slowly probably digressing. like have have fun. Thank you for not being here anymore. Like his and I think that's what made him, you know, sucker punch Kerwood in the back of the head. Yeah, it was probably well. Yes, he's a noted goon, but it was probably a frustration punch because his decline has hit him hard. Yeah, it's not. It, you can't. It's not good for like somebody mentally to just take that kind of pain and just be like, "Oh no, I don't. I don't like the way I'm performing, and I'm getting angry at myself. Let me just sucker punch this dude in the back of the head, and you know, because like sucker punch can end like like that's one of it the can things end that, poorly. Yeah, that's one of the things in the NHL where it's like that's not that's not something you need to screw like, around. If with. you're gonna take a frustration penalty, trip trip, trip <laughs> someone or hold someone or something, don't. Punch them in the face. Yeah, that's just not smart. And two games, fine. Without pay, even better. You know, it's well, like, if you get suspended with pay, if anyone ever gets suspended with pay, I'm gonna question that because that's, I think that that's has the whole before, point. Like I've seen like MLB drug suspensions where they've been suspended with pay. I'm like, what's the point? You're still getting. You're paid, you still giving the money to buy more drugs and not help you. So. 
Yeah. But once again, there's no reason for there's no need for that in this tight in this game. So I'm glad he sat out. Hopefully he can come back. I really want him to produce. Like I feel like you know it, it would be nice for him to produce. But once again, I gotta just my boy James Neal's doing fine. So I don't I'm fine with this. Yeah, I mean Lucic is kind of just there for me. So I just found it funny the whole Milan Lucic sweepstakes. No. No, he had like a hundred. He had a hundred and four points in three years. That's not great. Eh, solid. Eh. So now we're gonna look at more of the stuff outside of the NHL. Well, inside the NHL and also outside the NHL. First thing up, and this is actually interesting because I did some digging. The Las Las Vegas casino sues Evander Kane for failing to pay back five hundred thousand dollars. More craziness from you know outside the NHL. First you had all the the Malkin stuff, and now Evander Kane. Now, the best part about this, and actually, you know what, Brian, take a guess what the best part about this is. Um, uh, something with Ryan Reeves, I'm going to guess. I don't know. You're right, actually. Oh, Ryan Reeves. Because the casino at which is suing Evander Kane, Cosmopolitan, is the official casino of the Vegas Golden Knights. Well, why would you? Well, why would you go there, Evander? What? Why? <laughs> I just love it because, like, at that point, you know that somebody somewhere is thinking, "Oh, this is this is definitely this has something to do with that." Oh, I mean, there there probably isn't, and it's probably a, just the money. But like, there's come some on. sort of feud. I don't remember what started the feud, but there's a feud there. Yeah, Evander Kane. Well, no, he's a great player, and you know, he's he's really. He's changed his career around since leaving Buffalo. But once again, like, re- really? Y- y- you go to the one casino in Vegas the where there's a whole casino. strip of, of casinos where there's you can lose There's got to be money. like 500 casinos in Las Vegas. And you go you to the— You choose the one that is the official sponsor of the team that you're playing against. rivals against. Pretty much at this point. And with the team who has the player that your rivals— with and then that player said he was disappointed that you would miss the game like earlier in the year he came was suspended and he was disappointed that he wouldn't get to like pound him into the boards now dude come on like i have nothing and, and just i get pay it pay your debt pay, pay your debt first of you all you don't have to sue anyone just that- pay him you're making seven million dollars a year yeah that's literally Five hundred thousand. That's half a million dollars right there. Just give them the money and call it a day. It's one fourteenth of your salary. Exactly. There's no reason this should have been. Yeah, I get it that it was a news story for especially in the Vegas area, but there was no reason for this to come out, and especially that you know the name of the casino is the one that you know you see on the boards every time you take the ice at T-Mobile Arena. Fine, but really, come on. That's 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 either a weird coincidence or it's absolutely hilarious. It's a little of both. Just, so just just pay. Pay pay up. It's not hard. Kane, that's the. I mean, you're not clearly not going to win the lawsuit if it even gets to court. I don't think it will. You I think it'll just owe pay money. It. I don't. I don't Because then you have me. to pay for lawyers too, and it's just going to be more money. So all right, let's let's change the tone here. Besides bashing Evander Kane and the Sharks as we usually do, so we have news on Seattle. Finally, it's it feels like it's been a while since we've had expansion. So, you know, two, three years now, four years now, <laughs> uh, three. three years. So, Seattle will name, will announce the name, the name of their team, at the All Star Game. The finalists have been announced, and let's let's see what they are. Rainers, Krakens, Evergreens, Seals, Seals, Emeralds, or Sea Lions. Those are the final five. Interesting. I hate evergreens. Evergreens just makes it sound like you're grass. They're trees. Tr- that's what I meant. Trees. I don't like evergreens. Like, I don't like Why rainers. would you want to be the trees? I don't even know what rainers means. I'm just picturing a dude in a raincoat. I'm picturing a rain stick. What the heck's a rain stick? It's the... I'll show you during the break. So, you know... Sea lions... You said sea lions? Sea lions... The Besides Seals those, would be. It'd be maybe. cool, but I think like sea lions sounds 
better because they're similar animals. Are there even sea lions in Seattle? Yeah. That's what I'm going to Like up north, probably? My my two finalists, personally... Well, one, I'm just glad Totems and Sockeyes is not necessarily... That's upsetting. Okay? I kind of was like digging Sockeyes. Sockeyes, I didn't like that, but... It's a fish. I would. I know. I would go with either... They have a built-in rivalry with the Islanders, like right away. No, we, that that's long gone. That's dead and buried. No one likes that. I'd go with either Emeralds or... Kraken. Kraken just sounds cool, and it's the Emerald City, so. Emerald sounds cool. I just don't know what you would do personally for, like, logos-wise. You can't just throw an em- like a, like a, a emerald, gem. You like can't a just gem, throw the gem, gem on the jersey. There. Maybe you could do, like, a cool, I don't know, maybe you can incorporate, like, emeralds into one of the logos. Like, if you do Krakens, make, like. Make it emerald green. Yeah. You know, I think Krakens is the number one thing. Krakens or sea lions, I think, is going to end up being the number one thing. You know, they've already picked. The sad thing is, they've already picked it, which annoys me. Like they've already picked it, and they've already, you know. I'm sure they have. Yes. No, because uh, remember, I think we did it last. We said it last week or two weeks ago, that they had a big thing for the Seattle Space Needle. Oh yeah. And they put the name in an in a sealed envelope. Oh, in the time capsule. In the time capsule, right. so they're gonna. But I'm like, and I said that was weird. So yeah, they've already like picked it, which is fine, but. I, I think out of all these names, it's got to be Krakens or Sea Lions. Yeah, it's going to be Kraken. Or... I would put Emeralds in there, too. I don't think it's going to be Evergreens. You're not going to, like, have a tree. You're not going to have a tree mascot. Like, it's just strange. No. That would be weird. So, And now for a little bit of uh, kind of an opinion thing. This has been making the rounds recently on, you know, several sites. And it's that Cocaine and Molly are becoming more popular in the NHL. And a lot of people are saying, is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? It's definitely not a good thing. Well, it's not a good thing, but I think, and you know, you told me this before we went on, the NHL is just not really test, like putting their foot down on these things. It's not a performance-enhancing drug, so they're not going to do anything about it. Well, not that they're not going to do anything about it, because when Kuznetsov got busted for cocaine... It was three games. It was three games, but that was just to... Say hey, Slap you, on the wrist. yeah, you did something wrong. It wasn't like the IOC; they're like, you're suspended for four years, which I think was a little harsh. It's like a, I think they used him as an example. That's what I think. That's what like, it was about. If Nicholas Backstrom can use performance enhancing drugs in the Olympics and not get suspended for four years, because not stuff should be, not should be able to, but shouldn't be as punished, if not punished more. For doing cocaine in a nightclub, it's kind of it's. I don't want to say it's a sticky situation because it's really not. You did a bad thing. You should get a slap on the wrist for it. But like, if you want to use cocaine in your personal life, like, don't. First of all, well, don't because it, it, it can legitimately ruin your when life. No one can stop you. I think like if it's there's there's a place in professional sports for more or less like CBD. I'll just I'll come out there and say CBD. I know people who use CBD for relaxants and for to get sleep. Yeah, if it's for medical purposes, yes. For medical purposes, cocaine and yeah. Molly are not for medical purposes. Cocaine and Molly are not. So I think if I was the NHL, like, and I get it, you know, the NHL they got a lot of things to worry about. Fine, but you need to make sure that because one of your your players are risking their lives, and I understand that's more of like an if you want to say oh that's an organization thing, fine. You know, do what Pittsburgh's doing. They're dealing with it as an organization with Mulkin's problems. But this is something that, if not taken care of, can become an issue. You know, knock on wood, but what if a player passes away from this? I mean, we we saw that with uh, this this past year, a pitcher for the Angels. He was messing around with drugs. Tyler Skaggs, he was doing it for a long time, and he passed out, and then he ended up choking on his own vomit and he died so and it was, it was ridiculously it was sad heartbreaking so i think that this is an issue and i understand the nhl has come out and said you know it's not performance enhancing so we're not going to look into it but i think you should at least you know don't sleep on this because it can become a problem you know we've already seen one of your main players one of your all-stars get in trouble for this so i would not I would preferably 
you know, for as a fan's point of view, there is, you need to make sure that this is under wraps. So with that, we're going to move on. When we come back, we're going to quickly look over our divisions and everything going on there. We're going to look at the update on the hat trick challenge. And we're going to look at the, sadly, two games tonight. You're listening to Post to Post here on The Wave, the sound of LIU. Did you know that Post has nutritionists on campus offering free year-round counseling to all students and staff? You can contact them to ask questions or set up a free appointment by emailing post-nutritionist at liu.edu or calling 516-299-2881. Follow the Post Nutritionist on Instagram and Twitter at sensible underscore bites. Having trouble writing a paper? The LAU Post Writing Center is here to help. Located in Humanities 202, the Writing Center has peer tutors who are ready to help you with your writing skills. Brainstorming, outlines, thesis statements, ESL concerns, and more. We also have a lending library full of free books for anyone to take home. Stop by Humanities 202 to work one-on-one with the tutor or call us at 516-299-2732. And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and our blog. Welcome back to Post Post Year on the Wave, the sound of LIU. I am your host, Anthony Cavaretta. Joining alongside me, as always, is Ryan Kraut. And we're going to quick and we're going to look at the divisions of the NHL. Uh, the only question I have for you, Ryan, is can we skip the Central? Nothing has changed. Literally nothing has. I don't know if anything has even changed from last week. No, I think, I think one thing has changed. Maybe two teams flipped. Two All teams I flipped know is Nashville it. let me down. But I also, when I was making my pick, preview of the Hatchwick Challenge. I did not know they only had two games and that it was like almost their bye week. You need to check that. I do. <laughs> you always need to check their their, regu- their records or they bite you in the butt. It always happens. So we're going to look at the Central quickly and the Pacific because there's not much to go over as, you know, once again, St. Louis on top, Nashville, Colorado, your top three. Winnipeg's hanging in there. Dallas is hanging in there as they officially announced their winter classic jerseys, which are garbage. They're better than the Predators jerseys. Fair. This is going to be a terrible winter classic. I just have a feeling. Okay. So, yeah, and then Chicago, Minnesota. Minnesota is not that far behind Chicago, so they could switch places by next week. That's a good thing, I think, right? Go Minnesota. Like, I like the Blackhawks, but... Go Minnesota. Go Minnesota. <laughs> like, we're Robin Leonard and Patrick Kane and all of them, except Calvin DeHaan. Except but go Calvin Minnesota, Hall. Zach Parise. So, and then you look at the Pacific, L.A., hey, San Jose, there's one good thing that came out of this week. You're, You're not, not last. last. Look at that. You did it. And like, Patrick Marler scored a goal at home. Good. You guys can take that. Congratulations. Now you're going to suck the rest of the year still. Take that. Go sit in the corner, and you'll be fine for the next three weeks. So, then you got Anaheim, which is finally falling back down to earth a little bit as Corey Perry celebrated. No, was it Corey Perry or Getzlav? No, Getzlav, not Perry. Perry's Corey on Perry's Dallas. On, on Dallas. Completely forgot. Yes, Mr. Duck. Mr. Yeah, no. At the time of his 1,000th game, it was the Ducks' 2,000th game. So, he has played in at least in 50% of the Ducks' games in franchise history. Good for him. Mr. Duck. That's, I hope that doesn't stick. I hope it does. Calgary is in fifth. They're doing okay. They're actually not doing poorly. Based They're on this doing there. much better at home. They're tied for third in the Pacific, which is interesting to me. And then you got Vegas, who's also tied for third. And then Arizona's in third. They're in a playoff spot. For now. For now. And then Vancouver, who's actually surprising me a bit more than that, I thought. Me too. I really didn't think their goaltending was going to hold up. But I'm very surprised. Looks like it's gonna, and it looks like they're keeping up there. And then, Big Brother, Edmonton is just there. Yeah, there at the top. So, which has also surprised me. Did not think their goaltending was gonna hold. Well, it's still early. It is, and we have a long season ahead of us. We do. So I'm sure this will change. I'm sure at some point. Vegas will be back towards the top. Calgary will be back towards the top. Maybe San Jose if San Jose decides For, to not I don't know. I think the loss of Pavelski hit them a lot harder than people expected it to. So, and then we'll move over to the East, the Atlantic. Ottawa, you're not last. They're only not last because Detroit has played two more games and Still. lost them both. 
they're both still terrible, but I think Detroit is is worse because well, their goal differential Detroit's is negative twenty nine. Yeah. And Ottawa's is negative ten. Well the only good thing is is um Ottawa, if you can somehow you you can actually have the first overall pick to yourself this year. You didn't give it away to Colorado for nothing. That is true. And don't they also have um they have a few this Columbus's first round pick as yes, well? Yes, they do. So they may, and well, that just depends on if Columbus is, um, you know, bad as we think they're going to be, and they'll actually have a lottery pick. But I think, yeah, no, Ottawa does have a bunch of picks. This they have the Sharks' first round pick, which the way they're going, that helps. The three second round picks, as well. So they got they have a lot of picks in this upcoming draft. They oh got my god! Three in the sixth, three in the sixth round, two in the fifth, two in the third. They have at what looks like at the moment two top ten first round picks. Um, I had thought they had Columbus's first round pick this year, but I I guess not. So yeah, I'm surprisingly Columbus enough. It looks like the management staff. You know, the general manager and everybody at Ottawa may have done something good. I don't know how to feel about this. It'll come back and haunt them. It's somehow, nice. but... Somehow, some way, it's going to hurt them. Somehow, but, you know, they're good. Tampa, we don't talk to you until you're in the top three. Montreal, fifth, doing well. Could be doing better, in my opinion. But we're not We're not talking about Tampa. Um... So we've ta- we've spoken about Tampa enough over the last like year and a half. There's just really nothing that can be said anymore. It's, cup or bust. That's all you need to know. At this point, it's the way they're going this year. I don't even know if cups an option. We'll see. Florida surprising everybody as usual, but once again, we saw this last year and the year before that, and the year before that. So Toronto once again. They're gonna do better. They're gonna do better. Buffalo falling. Yeah. Starting to fall. Starting like I now. said, not going to last. Boston kind of figured that their spaghetti man is doing his thing. Yes. The spaghetti is burnt at this point where he's just so hot the spaghetti is burning. And then the Metro where you got high Rangers last place. Hi, how are you? You lost, uh, you lost to Ottawa. You lost On home 6-2 ice. to Ottawa. On home ice. Oh, my God. What's how? It, what, I, I can't see you from all the way at the bottom of the standings being in second place and fourth in the league. Yeah, yeah. Get it in while you're you You're, like, can. very far away. All right, all right. So, and then you got New Jersey, who's also... Also, also very far. Columbus kind of expected them, finally, to be in this place. Didn't expect the Rangers and Devils to necessarily be below them. I think they'll... The Rangers are going to have get some... They, once they, I feel like they'll get better production. They, they will, but... I think that they need to start taking into consideration to stop playing Lundqvist yeah. as much as they are. Now, here's the thing, and I love this because I was actually – I didn't watch the game. I was actually at Col- the, uh, the Coliseum for an event that I went to. And the guy sitting behind me was watching the Ranger game on his phone. And he, I was wearing a Ranger hat at the time. So he looks at me and he goes, we're losing 6-2 to Ottawa. And I go, how is that even possible? He goes, Lundqvist's in net. And at that point, while I was in a crowd of about – 4,000 people, it hit me. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's time. It's it's time. Lundqvist is, it's it's time. It's It hurts me because, like, that's the goalie it's that I've It's weird to hear. It really is. Because my, both of our printers' entire lives, it was the king of New York, Henrik Lundqvist. And it's now just seeing him give up all these goals and You gave six struggle. goals up to Ottawa. And just struggle the way he has. The decline hit him really hard. And I honestly, I don't know if he's even going to make it to the end of his contract. I think he will. I just think, you know. And if he does, I don't know if he's, A, he definitely won't be the starter by that time. If he's even a ranger. You can't wait. I don't, here's the thing. And I've said this a billion times to people. There's no way he's getting traded. There's zero. I, there is a zero percent chance of Lundqvist getting traded because a he can't produce as well. B 
he doesn't. He's not gonna leave. There's no way he. And he also has a no move clause. He ain't gonna leave. Although, if for some reason he does ever leave the Rangers, I you get a good Manhattan's gonna return. break. No, I don't think so. You know, I've been one of the guys who said that in the past. But I think if you tell him, if he if if the Rangers come out and well, if he makes a statement and says after he's traded and comes out and says no matter what team I'm on this is it they'll ranger fans will be okay with it cuz they'll realize yeah, we're going to get we're going to get some assets for the U and then you'll come back you'll sign the one day and then retire and that's as it. a ranger and you're still going to go in the hall of fame and they're still going to retire your you're number still going to get that number retired in the rafters which is 100% well deserved but I think if that happens, you know, it, it hurts me as a fan. It's like when Brodeur left the Devils. Yeah, it hurts, but at that, that point... That was weird. Yeah, he plays for the Blues. Yeah, for like three games. Yeah. He had no business going to St. Louis. Blue is like not his color. It's just not. But it, at the it, end of the day, red. I think that the, that could be softened. And I think it's time because Georgiev can show that he could be a starter. You have Shosturkin, who has been phenomenal in the AHL right now. And I think it's time. And it hurts me. To, like, uh, Don't get me wrong. It hurts to say that. but And the Rangers are a young team, too. Yeah. They're up and coming. It might take a couple, uh, a year or two. But having a goalie who's in his mid to late Tampa, 30s. Send him to Tampa. Tampa won a cup for him. We'll be done. No, nah, Tampa's going to choke again. Yeah. Send him to, like, some ridiculous underdog team, apparently. Send him to... Send him to Vancouver. Somehow he'll probably win at some point. I don't know. It'll hurt, but we'll we'll see how that goes. That's going to be a developing story. Watch the Devils once again. We've spoken about them before at the top of the hour. Columbus. Yeah, no, it's great to be there. Philly, welcome to the basement. Glad to see you. So, You're like halfway, but like almost. The out Rangers of the basement, and Devils are dragging them down slowly. Yeah, slowly. The, the, the ghost because of Kevin Carter Hayes Hart is, is still burnt out, and the Kevin Hayes contract is terrible. Still hurt. <laughs> That's a terrible, terrible contract. He's not worth seven point whatever million dollars. No, he wasn't worth that much money when he was on the Rangers. And that's when he was producing. So I don't even know if he's worth half that. No, he's not. Then you got Pittsburgh. Um, once again, we don't know you what. You are being held up by Sidney Crosby. That's about it. it. You go as far as he can take you, and I don't know how much farther he can take you. The well, jerks. And Chris Letang, whatever yeah. he's doing. Well. The Jerks, once again, sitting in third. I think they could stay there. Struggling a bit. Mostly on the road. When they're at home, because they're in front of their, their home crowd. The is, voted best fan base in the NHL. Which I have to disagree with. But They got above the Rangers and the Islanders. They got up above the Canadians and the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights were in the, the uh, supposed conference finals of that. Yeah, I, I like it's a fan poll, so it doesn't really mean anything, doesn't prove anything, but I disagree with it. It's still shocking. But when they're at home, they're doing very well. When they're on the road, when they're on the road, they're struggling, which is you're always supposed to do better at home, but you're not necessarily supposed to struggle as much on the road. Still, I think they'll stay there. I think they they feel they'll like a perennial They'll stay top 3. Easy. I don't think they're going to win it, but they'll stay top 3. Here's the fun one. The Islanders. Yeah, it's been a fun one. It's fun for you guys, but here's the thing. Somebody brought this up to my attention. One of my friends is a, um, as most of my friends out here are, Islander fans. And she said to me, she goes, I love what they're doing, but how long can it last? That's my thing. I, it's the record's great that 19, it's happening. which, fine. The record's 19. Isn't it 19 or like 20? I think it's I want to say it's like 15 or 16. I think I saw like a thing on on um, they had the list of it up, and I think it's nineteen because I know the biggest win streak in history is. Like, Are you talking about NHL history or franchise history? NHL history is like twenty five. That was by Pittsburgh in the nineties, but I think the the longest Islanders win streak is nineteen. So. It is the longest win streak in NHL history is si- seventeen. And the longest win streak in Islanders history is 15. Oh, so if they keep... I thought it was 19. When did Columbus win 16 in a row? Two seasons ago. Interesting. I remember when that happened. Everybody was like, they're going to beat... They're going to they're gonna take the record. They're going to take the record. And they lost. And everybody was like, oh, no. But, yeah. 
Uh, the record's held by Pittsburgh, right? Pittsburgh, 92-93 season. Of course. That was the um, this, these guys. Yes. So. I don't necessarily think that they're going to break the record. I wouldn't even try to come near it. I would take the next available loss you can. And I know that sounds weird, but you're got, I'm sorry, but you don't you're risking a lot by keep going, especially with the record they have coming up, which there's a few easy wins, but you know, they play Pittsburgh sure? a lot. Within, within the next 2 weeks, they play Pittsburgh 3 of the 4 times they're playing them this season. But once they if they can continue it until their West Coast road trip, I see two guaranteed, maybe three wins. San Jose, Anaheim, and L.A. They're all struggling. The question is these next five games? Four games or five games? Definitely the, the one against the Leafs. Both of the ga- I think all three of the games against Pittsburgh are going to be rough. It's they usually inter- are. Especially because those two played in the playoffs and I think that that's not good. There, there's bad blood there, and you know there has been. Philly's like, they could try, they could lose to Philly. I think any division rival will, will hurt them. So, I think that's to any point here. I'm I'm enjoying it while while it's happening. Yeah, yeah I'm, everyone's I'm, complaining that Lou Lamarillo needs to do more and he needs to make a trade. Or I'm sign sorry, people. what you I'm won like, ten games? I'm like, there are people who are like really fed up with him and saying that they don't trust him. I'm like, first of all, look at his track record. Second of all, in just the short time he's been here, look at the turnaround. You, How do you not? Like, yeah, you're not making a trade. He's an old school guy with the whole no facial hair thing and no high numbers. The Yankee num- rule. Yeah, I don't understand the no high numbers rule for young players. I don't understand that, but that's besides the point. He's turned well, this as a, team as, around. As broadcasters, that kind of helps. I guess so, but because then, like, look for me for for instance when I when I call the LIU field hockey games, I know the highest number is forty five, but there's like a big gap. It goes twenty, forty five. I'm like, oh, that's the only person I know. I, I know that right away because it's the only person, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't understand why people don't trust him. Like, yeah, he doesn't make trades, but he's not gonna make a trade that's not worth making. That's just how he operates. So. Yeah, and then on top, Washington, blah. Which I expected. Kind of knew that. So Didn't expect them to be 7-1-1 one, and one on the road. To but, be honest, I don't really... It's just, it's Washington. Come on, like, I, I don't really get why yes, people... Yes, but like, it's Washington with a struggling Braden Holtby. Wait, was that a medical vest giveaway? It Yes, it was. I, I think it's like Nurses Night or something. They're giving out Capitals medical vests. Or scrubs, we'll call it. That's funny. But, yeah, once again, I don't really see that. That's normal to me. You know, you look at the yes, league itself. Very, very struggling Braden Holtby. Well, from a well, stats-wise, not well, a record-wise. Let, let's, let's take a minute. And I know you, I don't know if you have it up or not, but we need to check. She has not played in a while. Well, yeah, it's been the bye, they had the bye week. But as of now, Braden Holtby's better, right? I'm assuming. As of now, Braden Holtby... Has an 8.95 save percentage, and Mia McLeod 8.97. Ooh, so she's still. Oh, that's a dang, dang it. She she's she has not played in over a week. She's had her bye week, which is well deserved. Yes, she did very well against the very tough teams that. They had really no business playing, if we're being completely honest. They got their first conference win over the past two weeks, though, so that's a solid woo. But she still has a better save percentage than 17 now. 17 goalies. It was 16. It was 16. It is now 17. Better save percentage than 17 goalies. Awesome. That continues to be awesome. The weekly stat of us checking Mia McLeod. And has the exact same save percentage as Craig Anderson of the Senators. Is that really an accomplishment, though? Um, it's well, don't tell Craig Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Lower his self-esteem just a bit more. Um, yeah, so. Now, we've looked through all the NHL. We've looked through how, you know, who's bad and who's really bad. So... Now, and who's Ottawa? Uh, yeah, 
No, well, you can't even say that because Detroit. Detroit. So okay, it's just like they go hand in hand at this point. Detroit. It's like Detroit, Ottawa. Which one's gonna be worse? Who's gonna get the first overall pick? And Tank De- Bowl. Detroit, like like yeah, Ottawa hit hard, but Ottawa had one year and then they hit hard. Detroit made the playoffs for a qu- for a quarter century in a row. Yep. And then just burnt out. That soup left. Zetterberg left. Stevie I left. Stevie I retired. Now he's back. Well, I mean, like when he went, because that was a lot of people said when he left the organization, because he was a, he was part of the. He was like special assistant or something. Yeah, he was like a special assistant GM. And then when they're like, "Hey, do you want to be GM?" and he goes, "I do." And then, um, rest in peace, um, Mr. I is like, "Nope." I'm gonna stay GM until I'm dead. <laughs> that they hit hard. They just That's they down fell started, off so. a cliff. It was like, oh wow, Detroit didn't make the playoffs this year. Maybe, maybe, and they were close. Maybe they'll make it next year. Have not made it since. So it was weird. Now, with the last in the last ten minutes of this week's show, we're gonna look at the hat trick challenge. I currently sit with four points, and I'm going to assume you've, you're ahead of me again. I have. Five points. All right, he's ahead by one. So last week I said Stankos will record his 400th goal by next show. He did not. I don't think he scored at all. <laughs> I don't think he scored either. Which is awesome. And then Kopitar will have over 900 points by next show. I got it. My prediction night was correct. Of. My prediction was correct. I said now that you said that when I was about to, he's gonna get it that night. And yeah, that and that was right. Woo. So you don't get a point for that. Though. I know I don't so, get a point for that. I'm winning. I don't need that point. And then I said Ottawa will be 27th you, or higher. I don't know why you decided to put your face in Ottawa. <laughs> I did. That was a mistake. So and now they're 29th. So was bringing the Senators to Ottawa. <laughs> that was true. So and then once again, my season one is Matthews will finish the season with 40 goals. He or more. He's on pace too, so that's fine. This week. First up, I got, I'm putting a lot of faith in goalies this week. One, Flurry will get his 450th win. CF 448. 448. Well, that's. I think so. I think he's got 448. So he, he needs like one or two or even three possibly in the next week or so. So that, that does. That that's help. maybe a little bit of a stretch, honestly. A little bit. I think they got. They have. They play Toronto tomorrow. Then they play Washington and Detroit. I think he needs two out of the three. That's that honestly might be tough. I think I know it will be, but that's why I put it. Cause who even knows if he's gonna start all of those? He games. will. He needs two wins. He needs to win two of those three. So if if he starts against Detroit, then yes, win. But I think he could do. They it. gotta get past either Washington or Toronto. So maybe. Not, not ruling it out. He is having another Marc-Andre Fleury year. So next up, Pecorine will get his 350th win. I think he's in, the, he's in the same boat. He's in the exact same boat as Fleury. And they don't play each other, which is great. And the first thing up is that. That would have sucked for you. No, they're not, so it's awesome. They play what's it say? Colorado, San Jose, and Vancouver. All on the road. And he needs two, so he could do that. Not not out of the question. And then last up, Paul Stastny will get his 700th NHL point. Pecorino needs one win, by the way. Oh, then I'm solid. Okay. I thought he needed two, but I guess I was wrong. And lastly, as I said, Paul Stastny will get his 700 point. He needs like one or two. He can get those in those next three games. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I was looking at that too. I was thinking of doing that, but... You can have that. Awesome. Paul Stastny needs three points in three games. All right. Yeah, he can do that. That's pretty easy. All right. So for my predictions for this week, I said David Pasternak's point streak will reach at least 15 games. What is he on now? I believe it's at 13. So you did 13 or 14. Let me double check that real quick. But the best thing is he he can't he has to do it like sit like the next game. But yeah, that's why it's a point streak. Okay, so you can just easily lose. It is 
he had a point yesterday. Is it 13? Yes, 13. So I, he will get at least one point in each of the next two games. I really don't see that being an issue at all. No, I don't. The way he's been playing. The way that entire line's been playing has just been unreal. Yeah, no real cup hangover for the Bruins. If, yeah, there never really is. They play, let's see here, Detroit, Philly, and Florida. You're good. I am perfectly <coughs> fine with that. My second is Josh Bailey will record his 300th career assist. He is at 299. Hey, yes. Bailey. And I love that now Johnny Boychuk is singing that in the background of all the press conferences. Oh, is he? They were interviewing uh, – Cole Bardrow yesterday after his first goal and all you hear in the background is Johnny Boychuk singing the song. It was awesome. hilarious. That's cool. So, Bailey got that easily. Not worried. And my third one is the Islanders will still be top five oh, in, that's, in the conference. On. Oh, in the like conference? In the conference. Okay. I thought you were going to say in the Metro and I'm like, no, that's easy. Top five in the conference. They're in. They're. In, I think they are like four. They're third right now, but only by three points. If you keep winning, so I think they will still be top five in the conference. Not overly concerned about that one. If I had to pick one, that would be probably the one I'd be the most concerned about because it's Pasternak. The other ones are out of their control, really. Unless if they, even if they keep winning, but. Yeah, I'm not concerned about Pasternak at all. With the lack of talent on the teams they're playing, he's going to get it easily. I have faith in Spaghetti Man, who takes pictures with the people who just rammed his Porsche. I did see that. That was really interesting. That took guts to add, for that guy to ask him, hey, I know I just hit your Porsche, but can I have a picture with you? I think it pr- My, Your insurance was, check's in the mail. Don't worry. There's probably like no way the car was actually like damaged if he took a picture. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. But probably just like a love tap. I didn't think it would be anything bad. But... It was just funny that the guy who hit his car released, like, the text messages to his friend. He's like, I just hit David Pasternak's Porsche. Like, I just got into an accident in you Boston. Should, you what should. happened? I hit David Pasternak's Porsche. No way. Sends him a picture of with David Pasternak. <laughs> Look how that was your concern. Not not let me, you know. Not, is, not are you okay? Is How's your car? Is, is everyone okay? I hit David Pasternak's Porsche. I don't believe you. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> that's, that's what that basically was. And... So now we're look quickly. It really sucks. Like days like today, where we only have two games to talk about. I think they're trying to put a lot of focus on the Wednesday night matchup. Which oh, they are sucks That's tonight. A terrible matchup. Like yes, I get the whole original six thing, but honestly, and like right now, even if I'm a hockey fan, which I am, I'm not gonna sit down and watch a Rangers Red Wings game at eight o'clock. Primetime game. The only reason I would on watch that NBC. is because of Green Day's agreement with NBCSN. I want to see if they release another song, which they're not about to. Not on this game. Not on this game, no. So I, I'm i giving it to the Rangers Yay. because they're, they're probably going to say, we can't let Ottawa and Detroit. Detroit beat us no. on home ice. No, 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 no. So I'm going to give it to the Rangers. Unless your plan is to tank and get the first overall pick. Which they tanked last year, and they didn't even get the first overall pick. So we didn't try to tank for that. We tried to just tank. We didn't try to tank for anything specific. Tanking's not hard. It's real. I don't know why people have problems with it. It's the lottery that's annoying. It's not hard. Just don't play well, and it's easier. It's easier to play poorly than to play well. Yeah, and Detroit can sp- can speak for that. So in the next matchup, which is probably the more exciting game of the two, the defending. Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues, still not used to saying that, travel to Edmonton to play McJesus and his the bunch of married several-time draft lottery champion Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's a good matchup. I'm going to give it to Edmonton. I'm giving it to St. Louis. Oh, why? Because Layla. Is that is that always your answer when, when St. Louis is playing? No, it's not. It depends who they're playing. So why why is Layla the number one reason? Well, okay, my my second reason is because Miko Koskinen is not as good as Jordan Bennington. Fair. I think I, I'm gonna make that my number one reason, and then my number two reason will be Layla. Still, why is your number two reason Layla? Because she's an inspiration to everyone. 
that's completely accurate. There you go. So, all right. That will do it for us here at Post to Post. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Enjoy some hockey.